Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Keep Calm and Carry On. Thank you so much for joining me again. I hope you guys are enjoying the episode so far. So I have a great guest today. I'm super excited to share this with you. So we met back on um, a show called Les Miserables many years ago at the Queen's Theatre. And I remember being absolutely blown away by this voice that was just so beautiful and we then went on to do the show he's been a huge success with radio too more recently with his albums he's a theater star and i just adore him please welcome shauna scoffrey I'm so excited to have you on my show. Thank you so much for joining me in this crazy time of lockdown. How are you doing? How's it going? You know, I'm really good, you know. I'm really... And first of all, thanks for having me. And secondly, yes, you know, I'm just really having a good time. Is that, that sounds bad, really, doesn't it? But just actually chilling out and spending time with the family is quite good, you know, Kerry. That's all, yeah. yeah, but you're, I mean, I guess for you, I mean, you're... You're usually incredibly busy. I mean, you're doing right. a show. You're obviously mm-hmm. have a music career as well. So, I mean, you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're still in the Lion King, aren't you? You've been doing that That's for right. quite a while. So, yeah. actually, to have a bit of a break from that is probably quite a well welcomed break, <laughs> isn't it? I'll tell you. It, like you said, it is extremely busy. It's busy for me all the time. I mean, yeah. for example, you know, and as you know, Jeremy, because you know you've, you've done the same thing. You've kind of balanced the two careers, mm. you know. So you know, I'd be in the studio from like ten o'clock in the morning till half past four, rush back back down to the theatre, vocal warm up, and then straight into the show, finish that about what half ten. Do you yeah. know, so that's normally my day, not including yeah. the two matinee days. So to have this downtime and be allowed to have downtime and not feel yeah. guilty about it, it's awesome it's absolutely but it's, it's just getting my head together as well it's great how do you how do you balance it all on like a, when we're not in this situation we're not like a normal time how do you balance it all because mm. you have got a family as well and you you yeah. you've got you do your fitness stuff as well you kind of yeah. you know you've got the show and you've got your music which is your music I want to talk about that lots anyway but yeah. it's all taken <laughs> off and how do you yeah. do that with with also doing eight shows a week as well that's mad you know and it's only when you look back, you know, Kerry, you kind of go, gosh, I can't believe I've done, I've, I did that. And to be fair, I have no idea. It's just a thing that it's like, I just kind of put things in categories and I kind of, you know, I'm very disciplined, you know, I'm a bit of a workaholic anyway, you know, and that certain things have to be done. Do you know what I mean? So you have to keep in shape. You kind of have to have a mental fortitude and to kind of push the music forward, you kind of have to do it. Yeah. And so it's a thing of as well, it's like, you know, back in the day, you'd kind of have your, your career, which, you know, you'd be in musical theatre and that would be enough. You know, we're in a, in, in a different age now where you kind of have to do all things. You really have to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a thing of just, I just do it and don't think too much about it until I kind of collapse a few months later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I get that completely. But you didn't actually start, you start, the music came first for you, didn't it? I mean, when, yeah. it was musicals came later, right? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I start. I mean, I've, I had no um, intention of getting into music theater i mean it wasn't even in my radar you know so it wasn't you know it's a thing that wasn't even i didn't even think about it Mm -hmm. and um you know so music was always my thing i always you know that's where i was kind of um you know studied and you know that's where i was kind of going towards you know to be a what's a pop star or artist or a singer whatever you want to call it and i perform write songs and just get on with it and um, and it's just by accident I stumbled upon musical theatre. Really, um, there was a um, an article in the the Voice newspaper 
years ago. And, it was, uh, <laughs> and my mum, it was my mum that said, oh, listen, Shaka Khan's doing a musical in the West End, you know, musical theatre. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. Do you know what I mean? So I was in my very, you know, mid, yeah, late teens. And I said, Mum, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get into musical theatre. That's not for me. You know, <laughs> you know, you've got to understand, I'm an East End boy growing up in East London. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm an estate, you know what I mean? In, yeah. in Manor Park. And so musical theatre, again, wasn't a thing. It's not cool. It's not it's cool. It's not cool, man. It wasn't cool. <laughs> it wasn't so, cool. <laughs> you know, exactly. So she just goes, look, Shaka Khan's in it. You know, it might be something, just a good experience to kind of audition for and whatever. So, you know, I went and auditioned for the show. And think I thought nothing else of it. I just put it down, notched it down as an experience, because as you know, you know, what I mean, going into and even now auditions for me are quite a daunting thing, mm. you know. So, oh, yeah, you know, what I mean, so going into it for the first time, auditioned, you know, auditioned, sung a song. They, you know, they seemed to like it. Walked out, and I thought that would be it. And then, and I got a call back. Gosh, I think it was like a few weeks later because I'd moved house. The whole family moved. Mm. And they said, um, you know, Sean, we've been, you know, trying to hunt you down for ages. You've got a part in the show, you know, ensemble. You know, oh. and I was like, oh, all right then. Cool. And that was my taste of musical theatre. Uh, yeah. That was quite early on, though, wasn't it? I mean, cons- I, 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 you say you trained kind of to, for music. Were you, did you kind mm. of go to college or, did, or were you just playing? Were you from a musical family or family or musical? Yeah, so my mum uh, was a singer. Jeremy, so she was like, um, you know, let's say singer, but like a part-time singer. Mm. And she'd be, she was in this group with her cousins. And like, there's like, you know, like almost like the, a, a kind of lover's rock reggae version of the three degrees almost, do you know oh. what I mean? So that was her thing. <laughs> and so there was always music in the house. My, my dad was a DJ, used to play out and had a vast collection of records, vinyl. And so, you know, so it was a thing of like, you know, there, there was music in the house all the time. At, mm. the, at the time, I didn't really appreciate it. But when I look back, you know, it definitely had a real influence on my life and music and everything else. Mm. And so, yeah, so music was always in the house, you know. So, you know, and then I grew up just singing. Do you know what I mean? So me and my, my younger sister, two years between us, you know, we'd always be singing, always singing, always singing, always singing. And I together, loved it. Together? Together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, together individually, you know. But as, as far as I can remember... Do you know what oh, I mean? So it's always been music in my, you know, I've always been singing, to be fair. And then, so after this first musical happened, I mean, mm. did you then come straight out and go back into music? Because you, you were kind of in that music scene early on, wasn't it? It was kind of that yeah. was what was your thing before yeah. Les Mis and, and Lion King and Parade yeah. and all that. So did you think, well, I've enjoyed, what were your thoughts there? I mean, do you kind of go, well, I kind of enjoyed it, but I still need to do this thing and I need yeah. to do this music. So what I did, I think after that, what did I do? I, yeah, so my, so my career's always been kind of music, theatre, yeah. music, theatre. And I think after that, did I sign a deal? I think I signed a deal with, um, with Sony. Wow. So I signed my first record deal. Mm. I think it was after that. Or was it after? No, no, no. See, I'm getting confused. So it was after, I did that show and then I went straight into um, Tommy because I got an agent from that show. Ah. Right, yeah. yeah. So mm. it was um, Paul Spiker Management. Huh? Paul Spiker. <laughs> yeah. And um, so he came to the show. I thought the show was great. Liked me in it, and then I literally walked in. You know, he said, "You know, I'd like, we'd like to represent you." And I was like, "Okay, cool." I mean, listen, I'm Kerry. I literally just walked into it. Do you know what I mean? Not really knowing the business, yeah. not knowing that you needed to get an agent. And then he put me up for Tommy. <laughs> I got a part in Tommy, and then you know, so and that, I started to learn the ropes then. 
you know, because even when I was um, prior to that, um, when I auditioned to, for the first show, I was doing like performing arts at Barking College, right in um, in Dagenham, and it was a great course, a wonderful course. It's a big shout out to them guys, and um, and Idris was in the in the course as well. Uh, who else was it? Sarah Webb from The Influence. Wow. Um, Razaka Doty. I mean, who else? passed through I mean there's quite a plethora of people that went through that course yeah and um so I was in building construction but I was hanging out with them a lot <laughs> so you know so, so get the other influence <laughs> exactly and so you know so I was kind of you know so I was in it you know so I'd be you know and hijacking their lessons you know what I mean sitting down watching their plays and thinking god I'd love to do this you know but wow. I took the you know at the time I took the kind of the sensible route you know what I mean mm. And it's only after kind of them chatting to me and we're going to say, Sean, you know what, you, don't, you shouldn't be doing this. You know, you, music's your thing. And so anyway, so it was from that kind of influence and I kind of started jumping on it and doing backing vocals for the influence and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just kind of jumping from one thing to the next. But it was, then it started to really kick off. Mm-hmm. Me? So in the musical theatre and then I went into Tommy straight after that with John Partridge and Michael <laughs> Harmon and Kim Wilde and wow. gosh who else there was oh there's so much <laughs> not just the name <laughs> listen that was the show do you know what I mean the, the madness that went on in that show yeah. was unbelievable that's quite a lot of experienced you know? people though to, like for you to be surrounded by early on in your career you probably yeah. learnt so much you know I remember about one of my first shows just being around these incredibly talented people that have done so yeah. much work that I was like oh my god I feel so yeah. new I don't know what's yeah. going on you know <laughs> trying to just feed off them the whole time yeah yeah it was really good I mean like I said John Partridge Nigel Harmon I mean they've moved on to some amazing things yeah and yeah and I did I learned a lot from them do you know what I mean because you know like I said you know this you know young kid from East London and they'd kind of they've gone to drama school you know yeah. they you know they've, they've got you know so they've kind of known exactly what they wanted to do all their lives and I've just kind of jumped into this thing you know literally treading water and I learned so much from them do you know what I mean because they had a focus back then so did you know did, where did it come from that I mean did you have a did you when you were like a kid did you have like th- any kind of passion or aspiration to be a singer or to you know sing in arenas or or what did you have or do you want to be a footballer or what what was yeah. it you know where where did your passion come from or did you have it at that time yeah you know that was always the dream that was always the dream I literally used to <laughs> I used to when I was a kid I remember Terry Wogan was like the head man mm. back in the day and um I used to literally sit down and dream about, um, daydream about having interviews with Terry Wogan. So oh. I must have been like eight, nine, ten at the time and sitting down going, so Terry would be asking me about my musical career. And I'd be like, yeah, you know, so I grew up singing and I just, you know, bizarre. And then I'd, you know, I'd be locked away in my room and have these visions of me singing to thousands and thousands of people. So it's always a thing. It was always in me. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think, um, even when I was like younger, junior school, one of my one of my teachers, you know, basically one of my school reports said, "Listen, please push Sean Scoffrey into music, into singing. He definitely has something there going on, you know. And I really believe that he could, you know, something can happen with him. So, you know, so it's always something. But my parents kind of pushed me on the, you know, the academic route. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I've always, always dreamt of it. Always, always saw myself doing. I think it. you find it even, you know. 
I was similar. My parents, you know, were like, mm. you need to get your academic, you know, you need to do that. But you can't yeah. fight it. And it well, finds you, you. I think it yeah. finds you. It definitely does. It's almost like it chooses you. It does you know choose I mean? you. It does choose you, yeah. I think that. And, you know, when people say about the jobs that you didn't get, you know, that you wanted to get, and I think, well, maybe it wasn't your time because yeah. it wasn't choosing you at that time. That's right, that's right, that's right. So when so when you've, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to jump about a bit, but when you've then, yeah. you've just um, supported, you know, lovely Michael and Alfie on oh, their yeah. tour and playing <laughs> to yeah. millions, you know, playing, like, Ooh. the O2, playing Wembley. I mean, that's yeah. got to be your childhood dream, surely, like looking out um, over those thousand people and singing your songs. Yeah, I know, it was Flipping terrifying. <laughs> why was it? Why was it so terrifying? Was it because it was your music, or because it was? Because you've played arenas before. I mean, we did a. Yes. I, don't, I can't even remember what it was. Some kind of radio it's, thing. We were playing in Wembley. That's right. Yes. We were doing yes. covers. That's right. Is it different when it's your own music? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think so because you know you're representing yourself. Literally, you know, you, 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 know, you, yeah. you know, when you, you're asked to kind of go and, and sing kind of bits of covers and stuff, you're you're singing songs. So you know, you, you have a responsibility on that side. But when it's your own songs, and obviously I was doing a set, so you know, so I'm talking in between and describing the songs and telling you know why I wrote such and such. Mm. And what was even more terrifying is that for you know supporting you know Michael Ball and Alfie Bow, it's their audience. Yeah. They don't know me from Adam. Of course. You know what I mean? So, and so, and, you know, and so, and I think what, what it was as well is that, I, you know, I'd go on there, uh, get, get on stage and everyone was there already, seated. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Ready for out. So I'm, I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm thinking that the first couple of nights, it's just going to be me walking on stage and people are going to be in and there eating popcorn, in, yeah. not really paying, paying much mind to it all. And I walked and everyone's this there and I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> so, it's, you know, so, and there's this kind of soul boy getting on stage and they're expecting musical theatre songs and all this stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm just jumping, but it was wicked. It was absolutely wicked. But yes, it was, um, I say a learning curve for me in a way. And I suppose just kind of just approaching it like, you know, so if, even if it's like 10,000 people or whatever, or 200 you know, you could literally approach it in the same way. Yeah. You know? You know so, yeah, but I, I, it was an amazing experience. Loved it. Oh, so Them guys, guys are nutters as well. Oh, aren't they? I mean, I saw yeah. um, a few of, you know, your social media posts and stuff, and and we spoke to Alfie kind of a few weeks ago, and, <laughs> right. and, and you know, it just looked absolutely incredible. And what they put yeah. together, it just looked, looked amazing. Mm. It looked really good. Um, yeah. Jumping back a little bit to... Like Lion, well, we'd obviously did Les Mis together, which was That's a right, massive yeah. show. And then yeah, wicked. Lion King came in your life. I mean, yeah. Lion King has and stayed in your life for oh, no. many years. And I, I <laughs> yeah, understand, I, I do understand it, but do you, how, yeah. what are your thoughts about it? I mean, how do you, do you think you'll ever come out of it? Do you think you're just oh. insecurity? Do you think, <laughs> what is it about Lion King? I mean, apart from I, it's an incredible show and it's, yeah. you know, it's security in this unsecure yeah, of business. Course. Of course. And it probably allows you to do all the other stuff, you know, with, yeah. with a bit of security. Mm. But, I think, I, I think, you know, it's, first of all, like, you know, yeah, you know, I, I love doing it. Do you know, because, you know, I've always approached shows, show. you know. Yeah, I've always, always approached musical theatre in, the, in the one or two years and that's it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Then I'll move on yeah. to the next thing. One or two years and move on to the next thing. That's how, you know, as you know, that's how our careers have been. You know what I mean? Unless we have a certain kind of affinity with a show and we'll stay an extra year or so. Um, Lion King, oh my goodness. 
I think what it is, first of all, is that the enormity of it. And I, I love the character. Yeah. I just, I love doing it. And, you have such a great I, song too. The song yeah, is know. epic. Oh, ah, I love it. I love, <laughs> I really love doing it. But I think also what it is, is that they just allowed me so much freedom. Yeah. You know, they've allowed me so much freedom to kind of pursue music and do whatever and do, you know, television bits at short notice. And like, you know what you want to do, you think. And so, and I was, you know, so over the years, I've just thought to myself, well, I don't actually need to go anywhere yeah. right now. Do you know what I mean? Because they've really been extremely accommodating, been very nice to me, really been good Brilliant. to me. And, and you, know, you know, it's an unusual situation because that, that's not the norm. That doesn't happen no, often. Not. Did parade right. come in the middle of Lion King then? Or did you, was it before? Parade was before. Yeah, Parade was before. And that came, wow. oh gosh, that came after, gosh, I can't remember, it was such a long time ago. But that show was one of the best shows I've done. Because that was a big yeah. kind of serious, proper acting yeah. role, you know, I really, know. I mean, amazing, yeah. brilliant role. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and you, obviously you smashed it. And mm. is that, isn't that what you got um, the nomination for? Was That's that? right, yeah. Uh, for the, yeah, the Lawrence uh, Olivia. I was chuffed. I, was, I can't remember where I was when my agent called me. He goes, Sean, brace yourself. You've been nominated for the you know, Olivia Award. Oh. But I'll tell you, that show was so deep. Yeah. It was so deep and so multi-layered. And, and like you said, it was literally a play with music. You yeah. Know? And that's how I see that one. And I think what it was as well is that because it was kind of tackling some real deep issues, you know, and, you know, issues that I kind of had to kind of come face to face as well as, a, you know, as a black guy. Um, you know, so it's kind of really tackling the racism back in, in back in the day in in, in America, but also um, the Jewish side of things at that time as well. So it was really like a, it was a you know, so it was really kind of digging the layers. And the, the director as well really got deep. He said, right, Sean, you know, you have to put yourself in this situation. You're, you know, you're, you know, one of the characters. Um, he was saying that you know, if you know, you're a young black guy, you're you're not in slavery anymore, but your father was. Do you know what I mean? And so he's still got that mentality. So you're kind of kicking off against that. You don't want to be oppressed anymore. So it was a real kind of, wow. you know, yeah, it was, it was really an emotional kind of roller coaster. And that ran for what, three months? And it seemed like it was a week. Yeah. You know, it was, it was really deep, re- really got into it. And I, I kind of went into a place acting wise, especially singing wise as well, that I'd never been before, you know, which, which, are, you know, which was terrifying for me at the time. But, whew, wicked. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of every kind of performer's dream, a show like that. You know, they don't come that's around right. very often. And when they do, they're just breathtaking. And it's great yeah. that you kind of got celebrated for it as well. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Talk to me about Memphis. Uh-huh. about going talk to me about this I didn't know this about you I mean I know you know we've known each other a little one I know years, stuff yeah, that you've years. done and I've kind of mm. seen you around and we've sung together sometimes and then yeah. I, I just thought I'll have a little check you know see if I've missed anything and I was like uh, what <laughs> so talk to me about it tell me how was it how did it happen yeah. did, I mean what an, what an experience yeah, because I was, um, where was I? I mean, look, it's the thing is, right, I love um, martial arts. Yeah. I love combat sports. And, and I, you know, as you know, I've done martial arts for years and years and years. I've boxed, I've wrestled, I do jiu-jitsu now, karate, the whole nine. 
And so, you know, I like to think of myself as a bit of a boxing connoisseur, right? I love boxing. And um, it was, um, Beverly Knight called me and said, listen, Sean, um, um, I've put your name forward because Lennox Lewis, you know, wants someone to, to sing, you know, national anthem. And, I, you yeah. know, and she goes, you know, I love you off and I think you're really, and I put your name forward for this. Oh, she's great. I was like, yeah, cool. She's great, man. She's great. <laughs> and so when I got the call, you know, and to say, Sean, you know, my manager called me up and said, Sean, listen, you know, Lennox has heard you, loves your voice, thinks, you know, you'd be great to do this. I was like... <laughs> I'm not going to lie, right? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, that's not your everyday phone call. That's I'm not sorry. your kind of standard phone. Yeah, maybe a musical audition or maybe going yeah. to perform somewhere. But what? Lennox has sh- listened to you. Oh, my God. I shed a tear, man. I'm like, oh, I said a tear. <laughs> <laughs> there were several tears that I shed. I was absolutely, I was absolutely chuffed. And, uh, and so... What it was, so you know, so you know, obviously, Mike. And, and also, this was a dream of mine because, you know, th- that was one of the big things you could do to open up for a heavyweight championship or any kind of boxing championship, yeah. and to be filmed. And it'd be one. You know, I always dreamt about being, you know, one of those things that I boast about my friends in East London. Yes, this yeah. is what I've done. This season, oh my goodness, that's true. Let's go free. Yeah. Anyway, but the, the downside of this was that this wasn't filmed <laughs> because um, Tyson was so volatile, and they didn't trust Tyson. And so we, uh, it was, I can't remember what the girl's name was who sang the American National Anthem. But so we, we went on maybe like an hour or so beforehand. So, you know, so the arena was still kind of half packed, um, you know. So, yeah, you know, actually it was quite full, actually. And so we, you know, we went on stage, went in the ring. I sang the Nash, British National Anthem, God save our gracious queen, all wow. that. And she sang the American one. Which is and a much better song. I mean, it's just yes. a better song to sing. I mean, we love yeah. our national anthem. We're very proud yeah. of it. But the American but one for a singer is like, bam. <laughs> so, so we sang the song, right? We've done the thing. You know, and I riffed up there, did all riffs and all this kind of stuff on it. And, um, you know, so I was quite proud of the, of the thing. And we came off stage now. And um, so all the American contingency now were kind of, you know, and you were just going, oh, well done, man, well done. That was great. That was great. And the group of them pulled me back and said, you know what? You should have sang ours too. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, my gosh. Because the rivalry as well was so yeah. kind of, you know, the American and the British contingency, yeah. who's going to win, whatever. I did tell you what, that was an experience because... Who was there? I mean, it was um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, gosh, who else was there? Um, Ian Wright, because I was sitting next to Ian Wright, so we were chatting. He's great. Um, he's great. He's so funny. Val Kilmer. Ah. Who else? Um, I think George Foreman was there. Wow. I mean, it was, it just, who of who was there? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was Wicked Audie Harrison. You know, so I was there kind of mingling and chatting and, you know, it was, it was, I'll tell you, I was in, I was all over the place. Wow. All over the place. Oh, that's Real a, big thing. That's thing. so good. What an amazing yeah. experience. And as well, because you yeah. have that kind of investment into, you know, your martial arts and your, you know, your, all the physical stuff that you do. I mean, what a, yeah. kind of brings your worlds together, which is, which oh. is rare. I hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Isn't Sean just a dream? Wow, what a journey he's had. And uh, he's just, his journey has been incredible. So if you are enjoying, please subscribe and share and maybe give us a little review. I love hearing what you guys think. It really, really makes a difference. And you can do that on the Apple Podcast Store. Do you think your martial arts and that kind of discipline helps you, does it help you kind of deal with the industry a bit? Because it... it channels you know because it's all about mental strength and our business right. is so volatile mm. and so right. up and down do you think it helps mm. do you think it 
kind of channel that like, energy. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, as you know, you know, this <laughs> this business isn't for the faint hide. It no. really isn't. You know, it really isn't. And as you know, we have our highs and our lows. But I think because just the love of the art... You yeah. know what I mean? The love is what we do and believing in what we do and, you know, and, and, and believing in, in the gift and, you know, and also we've poured so much time and effort and study into it. Yeah. But, but most definitely, uh, martial art definitely has. I mean, you know, you have to be disciplined. Martial arts, I mean, to get anywhere in it, to be good at it, to have a kind of mental fortitude, you know, because, like, you know, I'm fighting against guys that half the time are twice my size, you know, and I've been doing it since I was a kid. Mm. you know so you know so it's kind of blanking out so it's i don't know it's like an exercise of putting the fear to one side and feeling it anyway embracing the fear anyway and kind of going well you know what it's that thing of just you know what whatever let's see what happens you know what i mean you literally can't concentrate on it too much you literally have to kind of go well i'm here now it's (laughs) either i really you know i mean embrace it you know what i mean i might embrace it and run it at full pelt because there's no point me kind of getting to this gate doors open and me stepping in half-heartedly i might as well go in you know and so and that's what it is and i think performance is that same way and i literally approach it in exactly the same way i step on stage and i'm like "Well, well so be it Let's see what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you just, and and it's a hundred percent then. It's just a hundred percent and you go. And and I think, especially with audiences or, you know, you kind of, you think, well, it's my task now to win you over. It's almost like they're an opponent. Yeah. I have to win you over. You know what I mean? And that's how I've always approached it. And martial arts and performing, for me, go hand in hand. They really do. Yeah. I Absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of, performers find their outlet in some kind of physicality way mm. just to have that other something else to focus on I think you know yeah. it's great so how do you how do you approach it how would you how do you get on stage you kind of is it the same kind of method something to people but yeah yeah I mean I'm a bit like you I'm a I've kind of got well into my kind of um hot yoga and you know and I right. think more in recent years and I think it's about I've never been like a meditator, or, but I think it's about focusing on something else and yeah. that, that you can't think about anything else but what you're doing. And, and theatre's right. the same, you know, you kind of, mm. there's, you can't have anything else distracting you. You have to just mm. get on and do it. And yeah. exactly that, that's you right. just, I am here and what will be, will be. And that's will okay. Be. And yeah. I'm okay with that. And I think yeah. the biggest thing is being okay with it. Yeah, um, that's right. That's right. That's right. I, So you touched on it, you know, about kind of the highs and lows of the industry and how Mm. crazy it can be. Give me like your best moment. Give me the highest, the most important bit. I mean, apart from Memphis, I I mean, that's probably going to be up there. But has there been something that's been, you know, that just touched you in a different way and that was just more important? Oh, gosh. Um, You know, there's been a few, actually. There's been a few. I mean... One of the last couple, really, um, I I did um, I sang for um, Burt Bacharach at the Royal Festival Hall. Ah, oh, right, lovely. And, yeah, I know, and I, and I think there's a bit of a story here as well because um, you know I was at the BBC Studios just to kind of you know rehearsals and whatever, and um, you know it was um, a song that I've grown up with and loved, um, "Superstar" um, by Luther Vandross. Lovely. You know? And I love that song. I love that song. So I've always sung it one of my favourite songs of all time. And so I was asked to sing that song for Burt Bacharach, right? So I was like, yeah, cool, no problem. So I got to the studio 
And um, it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. And as we know, as singers, the earlier the... You, <laughs> you know, don't want to sing at that time. It's just don't <laughs> sing at that time. <laughs> so it was just me and, the, me and the pianist, the MD. And I was like, yeah, cool. You know, I looked around. Bert's, Bert back, hadn't arrived yet. But, you know, everyone else was there, but Bert hadn't arrived. So I was thinking, cool, if I could quickly knock this out and quickly get out of there before he comes, I'd be really happy. So... Um, Got there, he's not there, so I sang the song, and you know, voices cracking all over the place, but it was cool. But it's not there as long as I can get the notation and the rhythm and everything else, yeah, and yeah. MD's fine, it's cool. And so, as I got, get my bag, Kerry literally, I had my rucksack on, I had my <laughs> coat on, ready to go. And then his PA walks in and says, Oh, hi, Sean, I'm glad you're still here because um, Bert's just arrived and he'd love to hear you sing the song. Oh! I was like, No, <laughs> I was like, No. <laughs> so so we're literally in this auditorium this big room i don't know if you've been to the studio and made of l yes so you know the big studios yeah and so it's just me and the pianist and bert's literally you know a couple of yards behind me sitting down oh. with his legs crossed legs crossed arms folded and it's just him um, oh, he's behind no me so I, I, yeah and i know so the thing is i couldn't even turn around and sing because I, I was terrified yeah so i sang to him my, my, my back to him I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so i sang the song and he looked at me he goes you know afterwards he goes no thank you so much for that sean thank you so much right that got me that really got me right yeah. until we did it at the royal festival hall now again there was a plethora of there was who's joss stone lauren vu that alfie bow alfie bow was there that night michael um kirinaku um, Sophie Ellis Bexter, a few other people. So, you know, so again, you know, on the stage of all these been stars and I'm like, oh, here we go. Do you know what I mean? And then, so I, I'm the, I'm one of the last ones to go oh. on the stage. And so, so I'm hearing everyone else do their thing. And then I'm kind of, I'm going on stage like this, you know, walking on, <laughs> shaking. And I sang the song and, you know, I just kind of got into it full orchestra the whole night. And it was just sublime. It was wicked. And, um, and I turned around and Bert was in tears. <gasps> and I was like, okay, if it all ends today, my job is done. Oh, Do you know what I mean? How my job is done. It was, and I, so that's one of the highlights, you know, yeah, that yeah. really just done me. And then I got a standing ovation as well that night. So in front, I'm just wow. like, yeah. yeah. And then the second one was uh, maybe last year. And um, I was singing for, it was Quincy Jones. Again, I was on the train going to the theatre. I got a call, Sean, my manager. It was one of those, you know, a couple of tear moments on the train embarrassing myself. And this is, um, <laughs> We've um, all had um, it. We've all been there. So Queen's, you know, Queen's Jones is coming to play at the O2 Arena. I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, I heard about that. And he'd love you to come and sing for him. Oh, okay. Wow. I got the train. People must have thought I was mad. So, so you know, so it was a couple of songs I had to learn. And again, the last couple of songs of the night. And, and I came off, so I always wanted to meet him. And I, and I came on stage and, um, you know, saw him. He goes, man, you know, you know, where are you from? And I was like, oh, you know, in East London, you know, East London, <laughs> goes, where are you from? Where are your family from? I said, Jamaica. So, we, you know, so he's talking about all of that. And he goes, um, you know, you really, really, you know, I haven't heard that song like for a very long time. Thank you. So I was like, wow, man. Do you know what I mean? So they were the highlights because these guys are my idols. Right yeah. Now. You know what I mean? So to kind of get some kind of whatever from these guys was just, yes. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, it's it's one thing when it all works, you know, when the stars align, it just the Mm. music and the sound and the orchestra and the lighting and and the venue, it all clicks and it works. I mean, that's 
a, a thing in itself. But then to have, you know, the writers there or to make yeah. somebody feel like that, that you've hooked up to. I mean, wow, that's incredible. Oh, no. oh my so, God. Yeah, that's mad. You know, How brilliant. Brilliant. So, the other end of the of the spectrum have you have you had any kind of like really tough moments like your lowest point in in, in this crazy industry you know that was just kind mm. of broke you a little bit or you know yeah. tough to deal with I mean you're pretty level-headed so you probably mm. don't I don't know get affected perhaps by you know by people saying no or whatever but yeah has there been anything that's kind of rocked you I think there's one time um I've just come out of a record deal um, with Sony. Right? So that was, that's by the by, like I said, I'm very level-headed, just, you know, whatever. And, um, we, um, and then, so, you know, I was going with, um, when the, my, um, record label, so it was with, um, Sony through Oyster Music. And so we was, went to see a producer and I, you know, I wasn't quite sure what I was going for this meeting for anyway. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, so I sat down, we was there having a meeting with this guy and, um, he goes, um, so, you know, so, Chris at the time, he's there talking to this guy. And he's going, yeah, you know, so, you know, so when do you want to work with him? I was like, oh, is this what we're here for? To kind of put some dates in the diary kind of thing yeah. in my head, in my mind's eye. And he goes, yeah, so this guy was kind of skirting around the bushes to kind of really commit. And I was like, so, um, and I was so, uh, you know, my boss at the time, record label boss, was kind of pushing it, pushing it. I was like, so I kind of nudged him. I'd say, listen, don't beg him for nothing. Do you know what I mean? I didn't realise this is what we was coming for. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't want to beg him for, to, you know, to work. If he doesn't want to do any work, it's fine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah. there's, you know, hundreds of other people. But I think what it was afterwards, you know, I was on the train getting going back home or whatever, and it kind of just hit me. I just thought to myself, God, is this what it's come to? Do you know yeah. what I mean? That, you know, you know, you know, got a kind of label trying to, you know, beg me to pick people to come and work, you know, or this guy in yeah. particular. And I was, you know, so it kind of hit me. I kind of got a bit low there, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But nothing kind of detrimental, but I just kind of thought, well, you know what? I kind of, and that's when I made the decision just to kind of step back a bit. I just thought, you know what? Well, music industry may not be for me right now. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I know I'll concentrate on the, the theatre. Do you know what I mean? I, I love doing it. Uh, maybe, you know, when I've got something to say in a few years' time, I kind of come back to it. But right now, ah, they can keep it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's tough, so isn't that, it? Um, yeah. I think it's good for, you know, as, uh, the reaction that we've had to people listening to this is that, especially young, aspiring people, is to mm. see successful people, you know, like yourself, that have yeah. done so many jobs and to see, hear that you've been through certain times as well. We've all had that yeah. kind of tough hard point to get through and it's really it's helpful right. for them so you know that's great yeah. that you kind of shared that it's brilliant yeah. i mean and, and also and that's just to add to that it has to happen yeah as well yeah Do you know i mean if, you know so like i said these young aspiring you know artists and actors and performers it kind of has to happen you there has to be like a you know a callus in your hands you know yeah. you have to kind of go through the grind of it and maybe it's to pay your dues so much I don't like that term so much, but you kind of have to understand or see how much it really means to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And how far you're willing to kind of go, you know what, let me just shake this off. It's just another person's opinion. Oh, absolutely. Do you see what it, I mean? Yeah, it's how you deal with it, isn't it? It's all, you yeah. know, all that kind of, it, it, all the, the, t- the tough times, it is how you mm. get pick yourself up and move on and makes you stronger right. and it, it kind of gets you probably the next bigger job, you know, that, you of are, course, yeah, that you're, of course. you're meant to get and it's your time That's to right. get. Has there been anything that you didn't get and then it led to something else or that you desperately wanted that you didn't get and then <laughs> found something else? Have you yeah. had any of that? 
Um, oh gosh, um, you know, I think Lion King is maybe one of a good example of that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because way back in the day, when um, it, you know, it was just what's you know the biggest show, you know, it just won all the Tony Awards and whatever. I auditioned for Simba. And I think, um, from what I know, I think I was like, it was just out of me and obviously um, Roger who got the part. Yeah. And um, and I was like, um, oh, and it's so like, cool, you know, but, you know, they said, you know, you can, they were going to give you the understudy Mufasa and understudy Simba. And I was like, eh, it's not really for me. People going, you're mad turning that down. And I was like, no, it's not really true. <laughs> but how brilliant, though, because your time was going to come with it, you know. Exactly. It just wasn't your time to do that. Exactly, oh, you know. And I remember I was chatting to a friend of mine. Um, you know, you know Ben Richards, don't you? you know Ben. Yes, yes. Yeah, and he said to me. I mean, you know, one of the profound things he said to me back there, we was, in, you know, we was, we was Smoky Joe's Cafe. He did the show with, and so we was, you know, having lunch in between shows, and we was a chat. And he goes, Sean, sometimes you know, and we've had this big discussion about performing. And he goes, sometimes you know, it's when talent and your you know, and maturity or talent and age kind of. Hit a, hit a pinnacle and yeah. that's when the spark happens you know what I mean so like you said you know because you kept saying it you know during our, our chat you, you know sometimes it's just or you know when the stars align or you know it's just not your time or yeah. you know or there's something always something better and I've always been a firm believer in that well you know if it's just hey it's just not meant to be it's just what it is yeah. I don't hang on it too much yeah. I just kind of move on to the next thing but I've definitely seen that if something hasn't happened something better or something just as good or better or it just kind of takes your life or your career in a slightly different course yeah always it's always happened it's always happened yeah it's a good it's a good Mm. way to think and I think it helps you it helps you not get too down on things because you you know it's it's incredibly personable this especially now Mm. with like social media you could be you could people can talk about you you can see it you know it's very visual now and it's it's tough to deal with so you kind of have to be a bit thick-skinned or kind of move on or be a bit I don't know it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy it's not easy no it's not easy but you certainly have something to say at the moment and your new Mm. tracks that you've got out are just amazing i mean i mean i love the like smoky look on the on the video yeah. and it's, it's brilliant i mean i'm so happy for you and i'm just thank you I, I, it's so great to see see it happen for you and you know loads mm. of people support you radio two are a massive supporter of you yeah they hear, are very you know, much just hear you get played on the radio and i was i, I remember it actually a few few weeks ago, well not a few weeks probably a few months now i go yeah. i was driving in my car and i was like that sounds like shauna scoffrey <laughs> that is Shauna Scoffrey. Oh my god! And then you know, oh, it's just—it was such a moment, you know. So I felt yeah. really proud, and, I'm, and I know you've been—you you. know, your music is incredibly important, and to yeah. see you have such success with it is just brilliant. Thank and you, thank you. It's—it's it's wonderful. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it because I'm, you know, um, yeah, because you know, signed to Decca, as you know, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, you know they've been really, really good. So it's just kind of, again, everything coming together. You know, yeah. so the last few years, you know, I was, you know, I was doing, you know, started doing some new albums before I signed to Decca and I signed to a small label, um, and then you know that's when the relationship with Radio Two came about. Yeah, and then it just a kind of, and then you know this album now strong enough is um it's it's kind of it, like you said it's it's very personal you know i've i've gone a lot deeper than i've ever have before so i'm talking about things you know very personal things spiritual relationships the whole nine and just getting deeper but also again it just feels like the right time yeah 
you know, just, you know, as a, you know, an older man and, you know, mature, but, you know, also knowing my voice more, um, knowing how to perform better, um, not taking certain things too seriously, but taking the things that should be taken seriously, seriously, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And yeah, and, you know, and just, it's just coming about at the right time. And, you know, and, and I think today it's actually some of the best work I've done. You know, oh, and I'm extremely brilliant. proud of it. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's. I mean, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this will already have it. But if you don't, mm. go and check it out because it's it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> Thank um, you. Uh, have you got? I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going on at the moment with lockdown. But mm. have you got a plan to tour it? Are you gonna? I mean, I know you've had quite a bit of a start doing Ball and Bow's tour. I mean, that's that's yeah. a lot of people you covered. I'm sorry. Do you, do you have plans to tour it yourself? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, it's kind of, I was meant to do it this year. Yeah. And obviously everything's just kind of been thrown up in the air. So everything's been pushed back. We're yeah. talking maybe next year now from what we're talking to management and label and stuff. So we're talking next year. And I think realistically, I think realistically this year for any kind of entertainment stage, oh, yeah. gigs, yeah. it's kind of just done. We might as well just kind of put that to bed and just kind of plan for next year. So, but yeah, definitely next year. You know, And I'm looking just to kind of, do it all really you know what I mean so you know definitely the the whole of England yeah, and you know see how it kind of goes in Europe and everything else and just yeah, yeah perform it and and I can't wait I'm kind of chomping at the bit oh, now amazing. you know because it's songs that you know, I've really invested a lot of emotion and time into so I'm looking forward to really getting it out there and performing it yeah We'll be right back with Sean in just a moment, but I have to ask him one final question that I like to ask all my guests. If you could look back at your 20-year-old self and give yourself a piece of advice that you've been given or you have of how to keep calm and carry on, what would it be? Yeah, oh gosh. I mean, <laughs> I'd have to sit down and have a real lecture of my 20-year-old self. First of all, I'd say to look, um, you know, really study your craft, you know, really study, study, your, you know, study singing, study music, an instrument, you know, really get into it, really study, get deep into it, not just in a technical level, but spiritually as well. You know, um, learn how to kind of lose yourself in the moment and don't be afraid of it. You know, don't be afraid to embrace that because that's for me, that's the essence of performing, you know, um, also, I'd say, you know, um, you really have to um, have a thick skin, as we've spoken about, you know, just, you know, you really have to have a thick skin, you know, it's just people's opinions, you know, and but you have to really believe in what you're doing. And on top of that, hopefully that you're approaching and entering into the business for the right reasons. You know, if you just want to be famous, you won't last. Mm. You know, I mean, you have to really believe in what you're doing. Believe in, you know, in the in the music. Believe in the performances. Um, be a team player. Yes. You know, what I mean, love the people you're working with and be kind to them and be respectful. Um, you know, so it's, it's that's the kind of stuff I would kind of be telling, you know, somebody else. I mean, because that's kind of been my ethos anyway. But, you know, for my younger self, I kind of say that. And also plenty of water and eight hours sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do you know what I mean? Plenty of water and eight hours sleep. I love that. That's so brilliant. It's probably the one thing we could do at the moment. Um, It's been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. And all the (laughs) best with your album when it, you know, and the tour when you get out and... Go yeah. see him in uh, in Lion King if you haven't seen him because he's wonderful. But um, thank Listen. you so much. You're amazing. Listen, absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me.
thank you guys so much for listening to yet another great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed Sean's story. Wow, what a journey he's had. I love listening to his stories about him performing at the O2, his own music. Wow, what a dream. Well, that's it from me. Just want to say a thank you to my gorgeous producer, Martin. What a brilliant job he's doing. And, of course, you guys for listening. Remember to tune in next week to see who we've got coming up. And have a wonderful week. Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye.